that's when it came out of a clear blue sky. Oh, the dear good Lord's own sweet breath and his voice like an electric shock. I Welcome to Good Luck America, a politics and news podcast, with your hosts, Adam Todd Brown and Chet Wild. Hey everybody, welcome to Good Luck America, a bone pod podcast. What? Oh man, listen to the outtakes to get the reference for that. Oh, Patreon subscribers, you'll have to hear the outtakes episode to understand what that means hey adam and if you're not a patreon subscriber maybe you should be hey chat what your notes say let's talk on the podcast about stuff we talked about on the text it's kind of like 69 and if you think about it <laughs> <laughs> oh man we're obviously gonna talk about some really funny stuff today so funny yeah let's 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 <laughs> set them a pie and then just bring them down Bring them right Bring down. Bring them down. That's what this podcast does. Well, that's why we do the monthly least anticipated now. <laughs> and that's why we watched Gone Fishing last week, which is now up for Unpops subscribers. Yeah, we do a bunch of extra things on the Patreon for this podcast. Adam watched Gone Fishing, fucking loved it. Hated it And so right much. after this, we gotta hurry, because we gotta watch Hook before you go see the coat hangers. The coat hangers. Oh my god, you get to record a political pod, you get to watch Hook. And you get to see the coat hangers all back to back to back. What else could I'm you I'm excited want? about most of those things. Yeah. Especially the middle thing. <laughs> no, not really. My, You know what type of uh, uh, coat hanger is my favorite? The ones with the little hooks at the end. Like the movie we're about to what? Man, <laughs> I stayed up all night writing this banter. <laughs> <laughs> it paid off. It really paid off. How have you been uh, since we recorded last? Significantly Chester. cooler. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, we tried to record last week's episode up here in the disco studio, as it's come to be known. Uh, that makes sense. And no dice. It was 113 We invited degrees. Clay, and he just didn't show up. What? Oh, man. Oh, Word man. Clay. What a really... Guys, a I've really, been writing so many jokes for this pod. That was a strong joke. But now we're back in the studio. We got little fans going. Maybe people will hear them a little bit, but that's what noise reduction is for, baby. I would like to bring up one tweet. Quickly. Okay. Do it. Uh, if I can find it. Okay. So one of our listeners from South Africa, believe it or not, I, I pointed out, of course, Stormy Daniels gets arrested in Columbus. Columbus. And uh, their response Columbus. was, Chet is much more handsome than you'd assume by listening to his voice. Once again, people think they're complimenting me and clearly not a compliment. <laughs> Clearly, right, that is not a compliment. No, not really. And then... Oh, I assumed you'd, you you just look like a big, ugly ogre because of your voice. I didn't... I wrote, uh, thanks. And they said, looking at it now, I could see how it could be seen as insulting. I'm sorry if I upset you. You're talented. I hope you have a lovely day. This was at 2 in the morning. I woke up to take a piss, and somebody tweeted me while I was pissing, and then I got into this back and forth. And I said, not insulted at all, blah 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 it then, sounds like you were a little insulted, Chet. Well, I was cranky because I had to go to the bathroom. But uh, somebody said, Chet sounds like the guy that says, actually, in reply to every female comic tweet, the fact that he isn't is what makes him so lovable. Again, not <laughs> really a compliment. Not 
doing me any favors. You look like that guy that's a shitbag dwarf, but he's actually not, and that's what we love about him. <laughs> Except a backhanded compliment, man, for once, Chet. Somebody said your voice comes across as lovable goofball. I'll take that. So we should get into today's topic. Yep. It's fitting that you were talking about tweets earlier because... It's almost like I'm setting up the, the show. The idea for this episode was inspired by a tweet that... From a listener. from uh, That I got from a listener. Don't be humble, Adam. What? Don't be humble. <laughs> the listener said kind things about you. You're just being like, eh, it's from a tweet. It's from a listener who tweeted at Adam and Unpops and said uh, they shared an article. The article is, Woman beats a 91-year-old Mexican man with a brick, tells him to go back to his country. And then she tweeted at you and Unpops and said, Adam is right, as usual, in parentheses. Trump will divide people of color, turning us against each other. Because in this case, it was a black woman, uh, I believe 30s, in her 30s? Yeah, uh, 20s or 30s. Beating a 91-year-old Mexican man with a fucking brick and then some other... Uh, While yelling... Go back, go to, back your to your country. country. And I'm, he is a legal permanent resident of yes, the United States. Yeah. He's, he's nine, also 90 fucking nine, one out for a walk on the 4th of July. 91 years old. And that tweet was from Twitter user Tygen, T-Y-J-E-N, on your radio dial. Go out and give her a follow. Thank you for the tweet. I is it Tygen or is it Tien? Man, I don't know. What am I, a linguistics expert? It's T-Y-J-E-N. Well... I do like that her Twitter header image is from the Denver airport apocalypse mural. That's a nice touch. That tweet and the story attached to that tweet are what led me to this episode idea today. Because, of course, immediately after that tweet came a reply from the, um, actually, crowd to the, the 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 crowd that I sound like, but not actually am, which is correct. my best quality. Right, right. Your very best quality. And my eyelashes. It was someone who felt the need to remind us that hey, it's not like Trump is creating racists. Racists have been around forever, and I agree with that, but I also disagree with it. Uh, maybe not creating, but certainly emboldening. And emboldening indeed, and he's emboldening not just racist, but we'll get into all of that. And then there was another reply from someone who was like, oh, we're assuming this person's a Trump supporter, which I think what they're getting at is, oh, the woman's black. Why would she be a Trump supporter? I assume anyone who beats a Mexican dude in the face with a brick and yells, go back to your country, is at least on board with Trump's ideals. I don't know if that makes them an ardent Trump supporter but they're supporting the very ugliest part of what Trump is pushing in this country right now. My question, like, why is it so important to point out, oh, no, racists were already here. Trump just figured out how to exploit them. Are Does people, that make it okay? Are people bringing up that point because it makes it better? Like, that, do, that is almost worse. If you know something is there and you figure out a way to weaponize it, that's kind of worse. And it's such an unimportant distinction to me. And, like, I put this example in the notes. Bees. Bees have... Oh, this was like a classic Chet Wilde analogy. You're going to crazy (laughs) town here. Here's the thing. Bees have been around forever and ever and ever. And if... If they're not around, we're fucked as a planet. Yeah, exactly. But if I one day got up in front of the public and the world and said, Hey, look, 
just by saying these certain words, I can just make bees start attacking people. And I would say just for $5 a month, Adam, that is impressive. <laughs> and I say those words and bees start attacking people. You're bees not gonna, were always there, man. You're not going to forgive me because bees have been stinging people for a long time. You're going to be like, stop saying those words that make bees sting people. And I'm not comparing bees to racists. Bees are a good thing, and racists are trash that should be eliminated from society. But you get the point. It doesn't make that much of a difference that he's not creating racists, whatever the fuck that even means. I think everyone knows he's not literally creating racists, but his rhetoric is at the very least emboldening racists or he's just creating a new class of racists well i was i was just gonna say kind of tied to the new class of racists not to digress too much here but what about it what if you're four years old five years old like do you remember uh, who was president when you were a kid was it reagan yeah like i remember being bush and like watching him on tv and that's the president that's a big fucking deal like you you learn about the the history of this country in school you know first second third grade fourth grade and the presidents, and like the, it's the thing you can aspire to. And if you're a little kid, like your mind's such more, so much more impressionable. So in that way, I would argue that the culture is cultivating and creating a new class of potential racists. Oh yeah, for sure. And you know, you're right about kids being impressionable. When I was, I was eight when Reagan was reelected and won 49 of the 50 states. And even my dad voted for Reagan and promptly had his job shipped out of the country not long after that. Reaganomics, baby. And I remember being so excited and just having no no idea why, but I just like my parents were excited that Reagan won, so I was like, "Oh yeah, fuck yeah, Reagan." And now with uh the the gift of hindsight on my side, Reagan was a fucking monster. He was one of the worst things to happen to this country. And but as a kid, you can't expect a kid to know that. And I mean, even me in tenth grade, I remember in our school elections we'd have like debates in, in history class and then the school would would all the kids would get to vote and they'd have like a mock election. Like I remember being one of the few that was like third party, like Pat Buchanan, he's he wants everyone to speak English. That seems to make uh, like, like I say that now, even admitting that, I think about not admitting that because it's, yeah, it's horrifying. Sure. But when I'm in a one traffic light town, at the time that made sense to me. Like, why wouldn't everyone speak English? Like, I didn't, I didn't view it as a racist thing or a different race. And it's just like, wouldn't it be easier if we all spoke the same language? And also the language I speak. If you're a kid and you're poor, and especially if you're poor and you're white, I can see a world where your life sucks. And you listen to this president, and he's saying all these different people are taking your jobs, or the reason your life sucks. Is well, you're this, not so much going like to hear that. it from the president. You'll hear it from your father or from your mother yeah. when they watch Fox News and they start ranting about it at home. And you're a kid going, "Oh, well, that's the person I love, so I guess I hate immigrants now." When you were in third or fourth grade, did you know what a porn star was? I'm pretty sure I did. I'm I'm trying to think like what age I actually knew what a porn star. Maybe it's different now with digital age too. But like, imagine like. Like, I could watch the nightly news when I was even a kindergartner, you know? But imagine watching the news now, and you see that a porn star is saying she slept with the president. Like, just having to explain all of that shit. Like, what a porn star is, why it's okay to, like, sleep with it, why the president isn't in trouble. It, it It's fucking nuts. It is. 
it's a crazy time to be in the United States. And that part That's of why I'm watching sure. the the Vietnam doc is because from my understanding of history, at least through through my readings, and in terms of the United States history, uh, Vietnam was the most divisive time in the country's history since slavery, really, since the Civil War. Oh yeah. And then I kind of feel like now might give that a run for its money. Yeah, um, we're we're getting there. You so, mentioned you mentioned that Trump said he's as he's more popular than Abraham, Abraham Lincoln. Lincoln. And I said I guess we'll find out when he presides over a civil war also. Which I could see it. I could see Trump putting his face on money and then saying he owns all the money that his face is on. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I want to talk about the idea that Trump is emboldening not just racists, he's emboldening loyalty to a certain line of thinking which is worse because it goes beyond racism to this sort of warped sense of patriotism nationalism. or nationalism yeah. this ties into what i was talking about a couple weeks ago where to me on the fourth of july like wearing something with a flag on it honestly feels a little dirty because yeah. the the flag is becoming so synonymous with like those nationalists kind of of like right. just America, make America great again, America. Yeah, one of the examples I want to talk about. Did you watch this video yet? I couldn't bring myself to watch it, to be honest. Where I figured I'd have to watch it today, and that's all I need to watch. This happened in Chicago, of all places. I've seen it posted a shitload, and I just haven't clicked play. Here we go. <sighs> How much more was involved? Well, first of all, the United States owns Puerto Rico, so we're part of the United States. We don't own Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico is what? So this guy is going after this lady in Chicago for wearing a Puerto Rican flag. She's wearing a shirt with the flag of Puerto Rico on it. Okay. Okay. And he's being very incorrect about the United States well, what's relationship your point, with sir? Puerto Rico. Because I can. Officer, can you please? I'm renting this area, and he's harassing me about the shirt that I'm wearing. Good for her keeping that calm. I did rent so it. I have a permit for this. Permit right, so can you please step away from me, sir? You can you please step away nuts. from me? You're not going to change us. You know that? I'm not trying to change anyone. No. I'm just trying to come here no. for a birthday party. I don't understand. Okay. What are these white okay. racist people? What are they so afraid of? I don't know. Okay. Yes, I am a citizen. Are you a nice citizen. Can you please get away from me? Then you should not be Can you please get away from me? Officer, officer, I feel highly uncomfortable. Yeah, he was drunk. Can you please grab him? Clearly. Um, please, officer. Now, if that was a black person going after a white person, that officer would have... Oh, this guy would have been shot. This is what I'm wearing, guys. This is what I'm wearing. Red, white, and blue. Yeah. That's it. Sounds like Puerto Rico's part of the United States. Weird. Can you please get away from me? Can you please get away from me? Can you please get away from me? Fuck that officer. Fuck that That's officer more thing. than that guy. Well, fuck them both. But yeah, the cop is the scariest part of that video. And that's... That's kind of my point when, like, does it matter if Trump is creating racists or emboldening them? There's obviously a big, big problem 
and it's coming from Trump supporters, clearly. The girl in the video, her, she's 24 year, years old. Her name is Mia Irizari, and she had rented inside the forest preserves of Cook County, which it's, you know, just what it sounds like, a big national park, basically. She rented some picnic tables under a thing. And she rented some picnic tables for a birthday party. And at this place, you have to reserve space, get a permit, all that shit. And she did all that. And this fucking psychopath, 62-year-old Timothy Tribus, sees her wearing a shirt with the flag of Puerto Rico on it and starts questioning, one, whether she's an American citizen, why she's wearing that shirt when she's in the United States. And as funny as it is that he clearly does not understand that Puerto Rico is at least part of the United States, it's also not funny. And his reaction to that is horrifying. And it's happening so much now. Also, let's say she wasn't a citizen, right? Sure. Let's say she's just somebody from another country that isn't Puerto Rico wearing a Puerto Rican t-shirt. That behavior is still completely unacceptable. Right, exactly. Even if even if she wasn't a citizen, even if she was wearing a, yeah, she a, could a be flag from, from Iran or something, like it doesn't it doesn't yeah, matter. It do, it absolutely does not matter and it's it's that kind of behavior that you don't hear Trump say anything about. And I would say like, man, I wish that guy would go overseas so he could be treated differently. But like people like that never go overseas and typically are in smaller towns. Right. Well, he was in Chicago. Well, he's in Cook County. I don't know what part. They couldn't find a home address for him at the time we're recording this. So I don't know what part of Illinois, but Cook yeah, County, he's a, close to yeah. Chicago. He was very the the park that this happened in is very close to Chicago. So he's certainly seen a minority or two in his day. Yeah. You know, he has seen people of color. It's not, it should not be that much of a shock to the system. So at that point, you have to wonder what changed recently that has made people just in a really alarming numbers feel this comfortable being blatantly racist and xenophobic and homophobic in public. Now, to play devil's advocate here, a counterpoint to that is, well, maybe this has been around for decades or a long time, and just the the advances in technology the last five to ten years with smartphones, people can record, and this stuff wasn't captured. That said, it's even worse because these people know they're being recorded. But even that argument I don't buy because we're far enough into the smartphone era that if this was happening with the same frequency over the past five years, we'd have videos of it. We have yeah. we have police. I'm not saying it was. I'm, I'm trying to get ahead of people that would. No, no, I understand, things. and that's. Uh, I'm glad you did that because I'm sure someone would bring up that argument, but I don't. I don't buy that. I don't buy that this was happening, and we'll get into some numbers at the end that kind of make it clear that this was not happening at the same rate as it was before Trump. And even sharing something like that, on one hand, like let's say you're not a racist and you want people to share, you want to share it to bring up a dialogue or just be like this is insane on one hand okay maybe that's serving like promoting a dialogue or creating awareness but on the other hand it's also getting this thing out there that somebody with a different point of view might be like yeah that guy i should do that next time yeah so that's the that's kind and, of the danger of the slippery slope that comes along with sharing this stuff as well and if you're wondering oh well how does 
how is Trump emboldening this? Has Trump said anything about it? He tweets about everything. Has he tweeted his displeasure with this incident that happened in Chicago? If not, that's all you need to know. He's, by not discouraging it, he's encouraging it. It's as simple as that. And, like, in this story, you know, the guy was arrested. He was charged with a felony hate crime, which is great. The cop, Patrick Connor, he actually resigned. He was at first put on desk duty, and then when the story really became big news because this actually happened in june and this girl posted it on facebook and it's kind of just now picking up steam in the media so he resigned after that happened which that's great but it's it doesn't fix the problem it can't just be oh okay well every time this happens we will will arrest somebody or we'll we'll fire the cop in question It's bigger than that. And I think the cop is the scariest part of that video. I mean, in this case, the only conclusion you can draw is that the cop was also like, yeah, why are you wearing a Puerto Rico flag shirt in the United States? Well, what I would say another conclusion you could draw is because the lady was staying so calm, the cop didn't escalate the situation. He's like, they're talking about, but that doesn't make it okay. Like, But there was also a point where she asked him to intervene and he literally walked away. I wonder if... She had been freaking out if he would have re- if he would have reacted, and if so, if he would have actually gone after her instead of the guy. Probably, and like we know how that would have gone if that was like a black dude harassing a white woman for wearing a Trump shirt, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Officer, will you get this gentleman, please?" The officer would be like, "Bam!" He was like, be- "I'm sorry, ma'am. What were you saying?" Yeah, and. That's not really even open for de- like it could maybe wouldn't go that way under ideal circumstances. There's enough videos but to show history otherwise. History has told us how that confrontation would probably go, and the way this confrontation went really tells you all you need to know about the mindset of that cop. And if our law enforcement officials are feeling that emboldened to blatantly on video deny help to a person because they're either perceived as being in this country illegally or don't support Trump, which we'll get to in a minute. And like I said before, it doesn't matter if she was from another country and wearing a different flag shirt. Like, Yeah, none of that matters. Nah, those are all distracting points that people try to bring up. And the fact that racism exists isn't the most important point here. The most important point is that our president encourages this with his words and with the words he doesn't say. And even if you only leader okay. That's a huge problem. And if you think it's not a huge problem or you think it's not that big of a deal because racism has been around forever, you're wrong. You're fucking wrong. You are on the wrong side of history right now. And, and social should... media is going to back that shit up eventually. Yeah. What were you going to say? I was just going to read a, a tweet from Jason Overstreet where he wrote, So Obama's awful, Hillary is awful, Maxine is awful, McCain is awful, Bush Jr. Bush Sr. is awful, Pelosi is awful, Schumer is awful, Mueller is awful, Rosenstein is awful, Putin is fine. Yeah. It's the same stuff with this where he calls out all sorts of behaviors of protesters uh, where he doesn't like, London or Britain because they're protesters. Right. Even though he said he's super he popular. He finds time to call out million. everything that bothers him. And that's what that's what 
one of many things that amazes me. How much time he has. Like, it's hard enough keeping up with this stuff. It's like, where did you find the time to watch this shit? Right. But he doesn't call out the things that he... Yeah, I mean, he never calls out things like this. And that's a very, 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 very important point. Because, like I said, it's it's basically encouraging it by not calling it out. And it's not confined to just racist stuff anymore. There is... Well, first, let's talk about numbers. If someone out there is still on the fence as to whether this is really getting worse now that Trump's in office... The Department of Justice just released their hate crime statistics for 2017. Hate crimes are on the rise, especially in major cities. Among 13 cities with a population over 250,000, hate crimes rose by 19.9%. You could say 20. In 2017. I appreciate accuracy, Chet. Okay. It's what I go for. All right. I like to be statistically precise. I pronounce every name and every city name and every state name and every country name correct. Understood. No one is more precise than me on a podcast. You're sounding like Trump, and I don't like it. Oh, it's spreading everywhere. God oh, damn it. It's, it's, I feel like it spread to me the best, though, because I just was... Uh, you're doing the hand thing. Oh, Anyways, sorry. they are up 22.4%. Adam loves precision. In the nation's six largest cities, which are what? New York, Los Angeles, Chicago, New York, Houston, Los Angeles, Chicago, Houston. Now we have to look it up. I feel like an ignorant American. One, New York, two, LA, three, Chicago, four, Houston, five, Philly. Philly. No shit. Shout out. This is by population, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then Pahonix. No kidding. Then San, then San Diego. San Diego's really that big, huh? Wow. I go to San Diego a bunch. I do not think of it as... You learn something new every day. No shit. So anyway, in New York City, Los Angeles, Chicago, Houston, Philadelphia, and Phoenix, hate crimes are up 22.4%. I wonder how much Philly percent. skewed that. Just kidding. <laughs> they can't get any more racist. What? Oh, man. Double joke. Oh, so many high fives. <laughs> in California... Just and- kidding, Philly. I love you. I've never been. You're not Columbus. I used to, as a kid, think I wanted to live in Philadelphia for some reason. I just had this room. playground is where you'd spend most of your days? No, nah, I was younger than that. It just sounded like it had a cool name, and it seemed like a big city that wasn't that big, but what the fuck do I know? Fifth largest city in the United States, goddammit. In California, in particular, the most liberal state in the world, anti-Hispanic and anti-Latino hate crimes are up 50%. That's five zero. zero. Not forty nine point seven. You're really just exactly fifty. Fifty percent. I think it might have been like fifty point one okay. or something. Oh, I feel better now. And the only cities and, and that's not unimportant because the reply to that tweet that question, well, why do you assume this person's a Trump supporter? Uh, like I said, because of the go back to your country and the bashing a Mexican man in the face with a brick, skin color is immaterial. And that, to that was in L.A. Too, that question. Right? And that was in Los Angeles. And that's a point I've been bringing up for over a year now that when Trump tries to sell immigration and mass deportations as a thing that will mostly benefit black people, he's still stoking some very long standing racial tensions 
that exist in this country. Like every instance of racial tension doesn't necessarily involve white people and black people and just Latinos in general, especially in high poverty areas, relations are tense. And that's not my hot take on the situation. You can go Google that shit. Just go look it up. It's well documented. So Trump is still stoking racial tensions, even if the things he's saying eventually morph into not so much being directed at white people. There's still a racist bent to it. So I, I think the 50% rise in California, that is, that's very important. And now this part, though, mm. this part I do like. <laughs> I don't, I don't this, like how you're smiling. Oh, this is oh, such... No. When I found this in the notes oh, last man, night, I, I screenshotted it, it and texted, texted it to it chat to immediately. Because the only two cities with populations over 250,000 that experienced a decline in hate crime numbers, Riverside, California, and Columbus, Ohio. Now, hang on, 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 hang on. Hold on. Apologize to Columbus I will potentially if you have this dialogue with me first. Get out of my restaurant. Have you been to Riverside? Yes. How would you describe Riverside? I don't know. It's a part of California. Not that great. It's not the greatest part of of the the Los Angeles region. Sim- it does have much in common with Columbus, doesn't? It? Not the greatest <laughs> part of its region by any means. Putting that politely, uh, but also the- hate crimes are on the decline. In when Riverside. you're in Columbus, Adam, you're already in Columbus. There's nowhere to go but up. <laughs> you can only improve moving forward because you're already at the rock bottom, baby. So you're not going to give Columbus any No, last week in the comments, somebody said, Chet, look, you should talk. You're from Buffalo. Yes, but I left Buffalo. I left. I acknowledge where I'm from, not that great, and then moved. So you think everyone should leave Columbus, Ohio? Yeah, I don't... I don't necessarily think the people of Columbus are bad. I just think Columbus is an entity. What if hate crimes are only down because the only people listening to your message are the racists who have now spread out throughout the country, taking their former Columbus hate crimes? Well, somebody's got to improve Columbus, and if it can be me, (laughs) why not? Wow. I thought we were really going to have a breakthrough moment between you and Columbus, Ohio there. What is interesting to me is the more I talk about Columbus, the more people are coming out of the woodwork. We have a lot of listeners around Columbus. (laughs) (laughs) That would be like two or three people. No, it's a considerable amount. Yeah, we do all right in Columbus. So... Like I said, I would like to apologize on behalf of Chad. Dylan, you can't apologize on behalf the of me. You words don't have that. and opinions expressed by me do necessarily reflect those of Chad. They Wild definitely also. don't. They do not uh, in any way. Uh, I feel form. like I just delivered that disclaimer. So I don't agree with the disclaimer. It and doesn't I'm disclaiming matter. Disclaiming your disclaimer. It doesn't and matter it. if you disagree with a disclaimer. A disclaimer is there. As a means of saying, hey, we're done talking. You know what? what where does Columbus rate says, on largest cities in the state or largest cities in the country? It's actually, it's. I think it's like top 15. It's big. It's the biggest city in Yet, 
doesn't Ohio. really have minus the I almost the said the Blue biggest Jackets, city in Cleveland. Doesn't really have professional sports. That's how you know it's shitty. Like a NFL team's like, ah, fuck Columbus. I'd rather be in Jacksonville. They'd by, rather be in Jacksonville, Florida. By your argument, Green Bay is cool. Green Bay is fucking cool. Green Bay is Lambeau Stadium and a or they Lambeau got a, They got a giant toilet paper factory. What, you want to live in a world without toilet paper? What's fucking Columbus giving me that I use on a daily basis? <laughs> Probably a lot of things. Mm, until somebody can tell me what those things are. Somebody did point out that Macho Man Randy Savage was born in Columbus. I'll give you that. But he died in Florida. Again, new to get out of Columbus. If you're and in go Columbus, to Florida? you can... That's how bad Columbus is. There's a state. Florida's the worst. I'm not shitty on Ohio's Florida is the Columbus of states. Florida is the Columbus of states. Thank you. You get it. And Albuquerque is the Florida of cities. But no, no, I would say Columbus is the Florida of cities. Okay, so that's enough about Columbus, except we're going to get right back. My only apology is that we don't have time to talk more about Columbus. (laughs) Oh, we have more time to talk about Columbus. Listen to our new podcast, Columbus (laughs) (laughs) Balconies. So, yeah, what I'm getting at is that the fact that racists existed before Trump is completely immaterial Irrelevant. to any argument. It absolutely does not matter. We know we racism. We know because we had a black president and a lot of Trump supporters <laughs> that were fucking hanging dummies from trees. Yeah, yeah. We, we definitely have remembered all these years that racism still exists. And that's exactly the problem. It's getting so much worse and so much more normalized under Trump. So the racism existed before argument. Fucking save it. And also, when I said the the cop was the the creepiest part of that video, that is a a good segue into the last story we're going to talk about, which is Stormy Daniels. That is... An insane fucking story. I just got to say it now before it. I don't want to pull away in the middle. Hottest mugshot I've ever seen. It's... Like, Stormy Daniels is what? She's an attractive woman, but, like, her mugshot, you get one take, and that's what she came away with? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, she didn't look... She looked very calm. I like that. It was... like the smokiness of the eyeshadow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm making this work. Yeah, it must before be- anyone's like, don't fucking sexualize one. Uh, why is it okay when everyone's like, hot fucking inmate guy, like, left his wife and married whatever fucking duchess overseas of fashion? Yeah. Uh, that was a lot of infactual stuff, but you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Shut up. So yeah, great mugshot, but also, it is bullshit that she was arrested. And it's scary. It's fucking scary. Well, it's the type of shit authoritarian regimes start doing. Right. And it's targeting people for minor offenses. So it's to the point now, Trump talks so much about loyalty. He's not just emboldening racists. He's emboldening people who are loyal to him to act aggressively in defense of that loyalty. And I think that's Pretty clearly what happened with Stormy Daniels. I didn't read the full story, so you're going to have to give the background of the guy that arrested him. Of what? Arrested her. Well, basically what happened, she had a appearance booked at a club in Columbus, Ohio. God damn it. (laughs) And Maybe hate crimes are down there because they're all fucking going to titty clubs. I think those clubs are everywhere, though. Hmm. I think. And... There were four undercover vice detectives there 
that night, which that part alone, why? 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 The undercover on duty. On duty. Why? And they said it was to, like, they arrested her on a law that people don't get arrested for. And one that she shouldn't have been arrested for, even if it was, because she's not an employee of this club. And the law pertains to employees of strip clubs. And the law is meant to protect strippers, I believe. It's meant to keep people from fucking in the champagne room. No sex in the champagne room. Stormy Daniels did not do that whatsoever. And she was arrested, and her charges were almost immediately dismissed. She's been doing the show all over the country. It's not like this is her first time at a fucking strip club. And it reminds me of, like, those instances. Like, have you seen the NWA movie? No. You should see it. You you would like it. I got 17 and a half hours left of Ken Burns' documentary, (laughs) and then I'll watch it. But... And this was an actual incident that happened when NWA was around the time of when Fuck the Police came out. They would uh, get threats every time they would perform a show that if they performed the song, they would be arrested. And it never really happened. But then in Detroit, like they were serious. They were like, if you play this song, we're going to fucking arrest you. And NWA played it and they were fucking arrested and a riot broke out. And oh, it's that like, sounds about cops. I always thought it was about the band police. <laughs> no. I no. was like, yeah, fuck Sting, too, and his tantric sex bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Wow, really? Miss, miss yeah, you missed the that. point on that. I think I tweeted that six years ago. <laughs> but this, what happened with Stormy Daniels reminds me of that, but it's not, it's not someone questioning the police's authority. It's someone who's deemed an enemy of Trump. In a state that, I mean, Ohio went for Trump. This, where it's the Columbus Police Department is, we're talking about a police department that the ACLU sued for using pepper spray on anti Trump protesters. Oh, yeah, Chet, why don't you apologize to Columbus? No, thanks. <laughs> I will increase my ACLU donations, though. So, that these four detectives were there at all. This isn't. It was by no means a regular thing. Like yeah, they don't. They don't go there every Tuesday to spot check. Right. They, they don't. They did it the one night. Stormy. They did it Daniels the night. Stormy Daniels was there and arrested Stormy Daniels. I believe for uh, she grabbed a cop's ass or titty or something. I think both. But it's like, why are these undercover cop like? So basically, these undercover cops went to a strip club and encouraged Stormy Daniels to touch their... It's kind of entrapment, right? Is that it is very much. Where it's like if there's an undercover prostitute that's like, hey, honey, you want a blowjob? And you're like, no, thanks. And she's like, I'm going to blow you anyways. And you're like, no. And then she puts her mouth on your dick. And then she's like, bam, arrested. And you're like, but I was... I feel like we do it with terrorists now. Like you hear all these cases of the FBI breaking up a terrorist cell when all they really did was met a dude and talked him into helping them build a bomb, and then they get done with the bomb, and they go, ah, you're arrested now. And it's like, did you really help that much? Like, you created a situation that didn't exist before just so you could fix that situation that didn't exist before. It's like there's a bunch of kindling, and then you bring along a match, and you throw the match at the kindling, and you're like, ah, kindling, why am I fire? I don't know. <laughs> really stretching it with analogies today. But don't throw a fucking match. So yeah, I would argue that there's some degree of entrapment and 
it's certainly a waste of taxpayer resources to send four undercover on duty detectives. How much money did that cop put down? You know, the dollar. I mean, they lured him with five hundred dollars in stories like, I gotta grab this person's ass because they're really insistent. Yeah, and. Either way, it's so obvious that it's politically motivated in some way. There's no way to conclusively tie. Like, I'm sure Trump didn't pick up the phone and call the chief of the Columbus PD and say, go arrest Stormy Daniels at your strip club tonight. But the fact that the police in Columbus felt like that was an all right thing to do is insane. And you know it's going to make headlines. Like, you know. Yeah, and it's terrifying. It's terrifying that the police would feel comfortable enough to act in that way. But at the same time, how surprising is it? Because we've seen how the police have been acting in this country for years and years and years and years. Also Columbus, but yeah. What? Also Columbus, so it doesn't surprise (laughs) me at all. But like police doing crazy things shouldn't surprise us. But when it starts taking a political... Like now that there's a political slant to it too, it's like who's going to protect everyone from the police? For all you know, you and me and whoever else on this network could be targeted or on some list because we're continually speaking out against. Oh yeah, uh, for sure. Like I forget exactly what's coming up. Like there are different lists put together based on people's social media of like who, like that stuff's tracked. Yeah, for sure. And it's like it's not a thing. You can't just dismiss it with. Oh, well, this stuff happened before Trump, too. It's getting worse in a way that needs to be addressed because it's not like there's no room for it to get worse than it is now. Like, if this isn't addressed in a major way sometime soon, it's just going to get that much worse. All of this needs to be addressed in a major way. And what we have at the very head of our leadership in this country is someone who not only does he not address it, he actively encourages it with the words he uses. And he knows he does. And as far as Stormy Daniels goes, I retweeted this tweet. Uh, Stormy Daniels touched a woman in a friendly, non-sexual way equals jail. Trump accused of raping a 13-year-old girl. Walking in naked, uh, walking in on naked teens at Miss Universe dressing room. Admitting to, gra- admitting to grabbing women by the pussy. Raping, groping, or sexually assaulting 17 other women. According to claims, no jail. Like, it's just fucking nuts. And, and I've brought this point up before. Like, it really is unacceptable. Well, it's not unacceptable that we hold other celebrities and, and high-profile pe- high people that, that the sexual misconduct stuff comes up the past, that we hold them accountable. But it's completely unacceptable that Trump is just off the hook. Yeah, I mean, we shouldn't have elected him. I mean, that's what it comes down to, yeah, honestly. That, because all of that had come out. Before he was even elected. Yeah, what's that pie chart where it's like 65 million people voted for Hillary Clinton, 63 million voted for Trump, and then like 74 million just didn't vote? Yep. Thanks, everybody. Those numbers are not specific, but they're, I believe they're close. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's our episode. The idea that Trump is not creating racists does not matter. That he's emboldening racists and just emboldening this authority streak in Americans in general is a bad thing and you will never argue the merits of it with me and convince me that it's at all okay and especially not just because racism existed before Trump. That's beside the point. <sighs> Banger ain't Adam. 
What do we? What can we talk about next week that'll bangerang bring the room up? What? You're gonna get it next week after we watch Hook. Oh no. Uh, what did I send you a link on that I was proposing as today's topic? Well, I think we're going to talk about that next week. I would like to talk about Vietnam eventually once I fully absorb this documentary. We can talk about Vietnam. And like today and if there's going to be a civil war and what that looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get to it. So that's our episode. What do we have to plug? Patreon.com slash unpops. Fucking subscribe already. $5 a month. We're doing so much over there. Four bonus episodes a week, four or more. There's one week where we do five bonus episodes, and those are episodes you can only get on our Patreon, and they're all shit that I co-host, and you should check them all out. Uh, you can also get exclusive content on my Instagram based on what I recorded, which is probably edited <laughs> out. Also updates. $5 a month yes. to follow Chad on Instagram. I've told you about this before uh, I want to start my own Patreon, but it's uh, $20,000 a month. Oh, that's a good idea. That's the only level you can pledge, and uh, your reward is I get to have a satisfying, stress-free, li- stress-free life. Twenty grand would do- well. Twenty grand a month, I suppose. Yeah. yeah, that would do it. I think somebody would. There's got to be somebody with fuck you money that would who that would buy into this, right? Probably not. Okay. Well, we'll I, see. I doubt it. The worst part about it wouldn't be would be when they cut me off. Like I had it for three months and right. got used to living like that. And then they just unsubscribe. You know what I would do with that. I'd buy a shitload of $5 on pop subscriptions. Hell yeah. So what do you have to plug? If in, Oh, I'm also on a fantastic show tomorrow night for, uh, it's a benefit for rent control in Glendale. Countless thousands is performing and I am on the show and the lineup is just bananas. Yeah. Uh, Danger asked me to go support and said he didn't have any pull on the lineup. And then you said, hey, Danger booked me on this comedy show. So I, I don't think I'm going to go. I don't know if you know this, but I host a pretty successful podcast. You do? And so. But but just say my credits aren't up to stump. Don't say I don't have control of the, the line. Anyways, uh, th- we haven't talked about. Well, I don't think he did. He got he got he had one. I'm just breaking slot. balls. Go see Adam. Go see Jackie Cation. Moshi Kasher, James Adomian. Don't, how do you say his name? Hmm. He's not Chet Wild, so what do I care? Yeah, and the two dudes from The Dollop. That's uh, Check my Twitters, because that show is tomorrow, if you're listening to this the day it goes up. Yeah, I'll be performing on the 11-year anniversary show at the Ventura Harbor Comedy Club up a couple Saturdays from now. If you're uh, in Southern California and want to go up to Ventura Harbor, I'll plug it better next time. Go up to Ventura Harbor! Follow me on Instagram! Follow me on Instagram! Instagram. I have fun on Instagram. I need more people engaging on the grams. All right, let's get out of here so we can fucking watch Hook. Yeah, two hours and 20 minutes, baby. Can't wait. All right. Hey, if you guys could do me one favor before Adam tries to get me to say uh, salutations, uh, if you guys could... Goodbye, everybody. We love you. Anything we need to know about... <laughs>